Hello everyone and welcome to Yowie Fangirls vs. The World. I'm E and this is Z. And today we're going to talk about shit that makes us cry. Oh. Ah. Uh, in the world of Yowie. Now granted our list can be long, especially when it comes to the world of fan fiction. <laughs> but we have parted it down into three different genres that we're going to talk about of stuff that make us cry. We try to be very diverse here in what we talk about. Yeah. Emphasis on the word try. Try. Yeah. (laughs) We try our hardest to be diverse because you know what? There's just so much yaoi out there and so little time. Yep. But we somehow make room for fan fiction. <laughs> oh, every day, every day. I think this morning I started with fan fiction, and this evening I'm ending with fan fiction. Every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but but in the end, I think our last words will be no regrets, none. <laughs> Even the stupid ones you read sometimes, and you start, you think, and you think it's gonna be good, so you're like, okay, let me just read this. It's gonna be good, and you get into it, and you're like, this is stupid, but you keep reading it because you want to get to the end of it to see if it changes or gets any better or even pans out. I don't regret. Exactly, because you know, it's like, I do want to know how is it gonna end. Exactly. So no regrets there at all. <laughs> All right, so let's kick this off. What's the first thing you want to talk about? Okay, um, my list, uh, I think it's like three of each for the both of us. Mine consists of a doujinshi, a fanfiction, and a manga. Um, Let's see, I'll start with the fanfiction. It's called It's Time. Um, And when I first read this, I think it was like in 2017, and it, it, it hit so hard because in this fanfic, this is where, you know, Yuri and Victor, they have to make the hardest decision of their lives. Is it to put Makachin down? Yes. <laughs> you guessed right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the reason that it hurts me so bad was that in that same year, my family and I, we had to make the exact same decision like a few years, no, a few months, like like probably a couple of months before. And so, yeah, the pain was still fresh. And before I could even finish the fanfic, I was crying. And, and, and yeah, I just, cause ugh, it hurt me. It, it, it didn't so much as like, uh, 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 what's the word? Tug at the heartstrings. It yanked at the heartstrings. Oh man. Yes, I still felt the pain, and it's like, oh my god, like, I can't, but I'm still gonna finish it, you know, but, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much, uh, that's pretty much what hurt me, but, you know, in, yeah, it's been like, it's been, I can't believe it's been I'm not years. laughing, I, you should see her expression as she's talking about this, this is why I'm laughing, this is what I'm laughing, but yeah, I'll do my fanfiction too. I have this one fanfic that I read. I swear to God, I've only read this fanfic one time all the way through. And then the second, I wanted to reread it. And the second time I tried to reread it, I just couldn't because I would just remember what happened. What, so, what was the fandom? Oh, oh, fandom am I always in? It's usually either Harry Potter or Naruto. Harry Potter. Uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> I swear to God, this fanfic is, it has been on my, it's been what? I would say 15 years and I still remember this fanfic. What? 
And every time I think of it, I start breaking out into tears. Oh my God. I kid you not. That's how, that's how emotionally distraught this fanfic has me. Man. Like it is, this, this girl is an amazing, amazing writer. She writes other things that I have read, but, and this is how bad it is. I can't read any of her work now because of this fanfic. Because I just think about it and it gets in my head and I'm just like breaking out into tears. It's called it's called um, Beautiful World by Cinnamon. By Cinnamon? Yeah, Beautiful World by Cinnamon. And she's a Harry Potter fanfic um, writer. It's a Harry Draco story, of course. But in this, I even to this day, I remember the blurb. The blurb is, Draco does not know how to live and Harry just wants to die. Wow. And the whole story centers around... Um, how Harry keeps getting into these kind of like apparating into these dangerous situations. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, he'd be walking down the stairs and all of a sudden the stairs would like switch. Um, you know how the stairs in Hogwarts yeah. turn yeah. and it would turn on him mid walk mm -hmm. and he, he would almost fall off kind of thing. So it was just, it, that was the whole basis of the fic. And then um, Draco will be in a situation where he has to, where he be around and save him. So as it turns out, Harry has severe depression after the war ended. He had severe depression. He didn't know what his purpose was anymore. Uh -huh. And his magic took it as a sign that he wanted to die. Ooh. So his magic was trying to Basically, it was wild magic and it was trying to kill him, basically. Wow. <laughs> so it would put him in this situation where he would almost die every single time. But then another hand of him also wanted to live, like his mind wanted to live. So his wild magic would also be pulling uh, Malfoy to him to save him in every single situation. And then on the course of this, like he didn't recognize he was depressed this way and his magic was doing this thing. But... Um, Dumbledore recognized what was happening so he he put Draco there as someone to kind of help Harry basically push them together kind of thing mm. and during the course of that what happens is they they fall in love mm. they fall in love and you think you think oh my god it's gonna be a happy I'm like tearing up right now thinking about it you think it's gonna be so happy because they're oh. like basically falling in love there's and a, I think there's and Wait, and then Harry gets his will to live back or whatever. Oh, God. But then it rips your heart out. Oh. It rips your heart out because she leaves it open-ended. And, and this is the last, I kid you not, the last freaking paragraph of this thing is Draco trying to shake Harry awake and calling his name. Oh. And you're just like... No. <laughs> I'm, like, no. I'm like kid you not I am literally tearing up as I'm explaining this fanfic I cannot read this story ever again in my life it's a beautiful gorgeous absolutely heart wrench of a story oh. and it rips you to shreds you think that that would be in the books <laughs> it sounds exactly like it would be from the books exactly oh my god it's where where did you read this from? Was it from fanfic? Uh, no, it's from okay. Remember, I was I think in our last episode I talked about these different websites that you can that are now like legacy websites for Harry Potter, and one of them is called Snoogle. 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 Uh -huh. And I read it on there. But if you type it in "Beautiful World" by Cinnamon, 
it'll take you directly to Snoogle and you can read it on there. And it's cinnamon as in like the, the like, spice? As in the spice cinnamon. Okay, okay. But yeah, not, not fake, man. It breaks me every time. I cannot, I read it one time, girl. I kid you not. And the second time, because I remember it so vividly. And then the second time I tried to reread that, I got to the beginning and I started tearing up and breaking. I was, I was sobbing, like heart-wrenching sobs. And I was like, I, I guess I can never reread this. Oh, man. Yeah, it stayed with me for so long. But yeah, that's definitely one of those. So that, get, yeah, that, yeah, I think that was a good choice to mention because, wow. And she also, like I said, she has other fan fiction too. Um, she has another one called Windfallen that's kind not the similar concept, but it's kind of like a depressive kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I can't even reread that because it, my, my mind just goes to beautiful world every single time. Oh, look who's here. Our dog wants to say hi. Say hi, Charlie. He's just kind of like, nope. He's like, nope. He's like, nope. I'm not crying anymore, Charlie. Go away. He's trying to comfort me. (laughs) While while scratching himself at the same time. Exactly. Uh, What else do you have on your list? Uh, Let's see. This one is yet another uh, Yuri on Ice theme, only this one is the Dojinshi. Uh, I've mentioned earlier that there, uh, in what, I think it was in our Omegaverse episode, uh, you have this one, and it's it's done by the artist who made um, uh, Kizuna. And she does a really good job. She by does. The way. I like her, and she truly captures like Victor's expression, especially the heart-shaped smiles. But anywho, so Yuri and Victor they had a child, and they went to Hasetsu to visit the uh, the family, and uh, you know, and Yuri notices that his son is playing like with a little ball. He's just like, oh, that's an unusual game he's playing. You know, didn't think much of it. This is the kind of doujinshi where you come for the for the eros. The wholesomeness with, you know, with the family, you know, and, you know, the when uh, Yuri and Victor, you know, when they're alone together because their son is with the grandparents. You know what couples always do. Yep. And, well, their son, he couldn't sleep. And, you know, he wanted Makachin right near him, but Makachin was with the triplets as per their request. So, and, and he's, he wants his mama, and then he's, he's on the verge of crying, but then he hears a chime, and, and, and so he, he follows the sound outside his grandparents' room, and he sees kind of like a little ball of light uh, leading him to the stairs where his parents are. He's climbing up the stairs uh, back to Yuri and Victor's room, post-coil and everything. They hear a noise outside their, the door. And when Yuri goes to answer the door, when he opens it, right there is their son. He's just drenched in sweat. Like, like he climbed up the stairs all by himself. And they're like, how did he get here by himself? You know, he's not familiar with the lay of the land of the, of the, of the inn and everything. And so while their son, he, he just wanted to be with Mama Victor and Yuri, he hear, he also hears the chiming noise and it's like, what, what was that? And the next day, you know, as they're leaving, they go to that little shrine where, um, you know, Yuri has that picture of himself as a child with his dog and he notices that uh, his son is playing with that little ball and and then he has a little he think you know he has like a little bit of a flashback and that was something that he used to used to play he used to play with that little ball with his dog and it's like oh god no 
don't do oh, this. God. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. And then, you know, as they leave, you know, at the uh, the area where you put your shoes and everything, uh-huh. you see like a little spirit of Vichon. Like, oh. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, why would you? Like, I came here for the smut and for the wholesomeness. I didn't come here for the feels. <laughs> this is, and the place where I read this, it also has like a comment section and the comments are relatable as well as they're hilarious. A lot of people are like, I came for the poor, not for the feels. <laughs> like, we didn't, we, we did not sign up for this. We I thought it was going to be a story, like a horror story, like it was a spirit and it oh. took the child or something. Oh, no, no. Oh, it was, God. it was, it's like, it's, it's like, oh, why would you do this to us? I, like, animal stuff make you cry a lot. I yes, feel. this is a pattern like, because anything with like, animals like she's in tears yeah because it's so ironic how as when i was younger it it, it, i never really cried in movies or anything like that it's only when i'm an adult right now that it's just like what is what 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 is this what's the end game what's the plan i'm finding myself a little bit more susceptible to crying maybe it's because as the years go on and whatever you experience you know, it mm. kind of like affects you now, and so it's like, I know that feeling. I know that feeling all too well. Like, <laughs> and, but all the comments were, you know, they 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 just they made me laugh in a way, you know. So it's like a cathartic feeling, yeah. Because it's like it's like I know how you feel, everybody. Like we came like, here, we came here for the ship. We uh, yeah, and, but and instead some family time and porn and, and instead and then got, we're we're putting a barrel yeah we're putting <laughs> a barrel and down to Niagara Fields. <laughs> you got a bunch of tears. Yes, a um, bunch of tears. My second one is a book. It's called Mysterious Skin by Scott Heim. Is that the same title that was made into that movie? Yes, it's the same title that was made into the movie. But what made me like cry a lot about this book? Um, if you have read this book, you know how. Um, I, how it is? I know you. I think I I've watched the, the movie with you. I've, yeah, I remember the. I remember watching the movie, but I never read the book. Well, it is okay. So this guy has. He believes in. He believes he's been abduct, uh, abducted, abducted by aliens, and then because he has all this missing time in his head, and then you find, and then he meets this boy that he keeps seeing and he thinks that this boy was abducted with him because you remember him in one of his missing time. Yeah. And then you find out that he'd been abused by his coach. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. This is going to be that kind of dark content. It's a dark story, but it's also like, it's, it's, it's a, it's a fucked up story. Yes. But, but you realize he's been all that missing time he's had. He was abused by his coach when he was younger. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that the boy in his memory was, was also, also abused, abused by, by his coach. By the and same he, guy. Yeah, And he was that boy. This is what made me cry because the first boy had been abused by his coach for a very long time and the coach had groomed him to find other little boys to abuse and then taught him how to abuse other little boys. And I was just like, what the, this poor child, like this poor, poor child. So you couldn't help but feel for both boys. And uh, like this affects, this has affecting their entire 
freaking life. Even at like the, into like adulthood. Into adulthood, it's affect him, affected them. You had the one boy who just went down a path of drugs, and, and I, then didn't he become like a like a male prostitute? If yes, I recall he, correctly? he was a male prostitute. Prostitute, prostitute, prostitute. He he does drugs. He doesn't he doesn't hold any responsibility of any kind. He just feels like he's damaged. And then you have the other guy boy who just he has so much anxiety and panic attacks and like he can't hold a job, nothing. Like and he believes heavily in alien abductions because of all his missing time. So it's almost like each one had experienced the same thing, and yet how. It affected them. It affected them in a different way. In totally different ways. In totally different ways. Yeah. 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 So it was just one of those things of like finding out his story. Like like him trying to figure it out. The first little boy who oh. believes in alien abductions. Him trying to figure it out. What happened to him. And then realizing what happened to him. And I think there's this one scene. This one um, thing in the book where... Stop it. <laughs> Sorry, my dog. There's this one thing in the book where you find out after he'd been raped by his coach how um, he walks back to the field. Yeah. To the field where he had his... I think it was a soccer game. Was it a soccer game? I know there I was remember. like some kind of sports yeah, game. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, but... and he sits on the bench or whatever and then his mom comes to pick him up later and his mom is like unconcerned and I was just like oh my god that's the worst because she's like where have you been da 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 where did you go to but she was she didn't look into it further I'm like here is your child emotionally distraught and kind of he tells you I think I've been adopted wouldn't you look into that further and to see what happened to you but anyway, yeah, but it's a heart-wrenching book because you can't help but feel awful for both of them. Exactly. And, and how, because they kind of like reunited. Uh, and this is just from what I remembered from the movie. I can't imagine how the book is. The book is 10 times worse. Uh, <laughs> as always. They did a good job of the adaptation, though. Yeah. They really did do a good job of the adaptation. But I'm like, just reading it, like, damn. Like... And like, yeah. and like, and I've always, and I've always wondered, like, what will these two do from that, from then on? Like, because I think, yeah, they left it open ended in the book too. Oh, like an it's, ambiguous kind yeah. of ending. Like, it seemed like they were gonna get in a relationship together, but I don't know. I mean, will they kind of like cope their their trauma together? Uh, who knows? So yeah, that's the thing about ambiguous endings. You know, that's like use your imagination. You yep. know, unless word of God says otherwise. That's exactly. A, that's a trope, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, that's another one that made me like tear up. Mysterious Skin by Scott Heim. H-E-I-M is his last name. It, there's also a movie, but read the book. The, the book is worth it and the movie is also worth it. Because my favorite person's in it. In the movie? Yeah. Um, what's his name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Or? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you know better than to ask me a name. Because there was only Because like- I was gonna describe five things he was in. <laughs> I was like, the guy from, um, God, what's the name of that mo- that TV show? TV show? Um, oh, uh, uh, Third Rock from the Sun? Yeah. Oh, okay. The but guy then, from that but, TV but then show. Then I was going to be like the guy from that other movie, Sunshine something. 
with the girl from the girl from New Girl. <laughs> you see where we're um, going with this? Oh, that would have oh, that that gone on forever. And it's just like, uh, I've never seen that movie and uh, so forth. But okay, yes, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, yes. He is I was going to say, the guy from Manic. Never seen that? Never seen that either. Damn, so we would have been here for a long time. Oh, thank goodness that came to me. I was going to be like, the guy that I sometimes mix, mix up with the other guy. <laughs> So I'm glad the name came to you right away because we would have we would have been playing charades again here. I know, and that's how we would spend the whole episode. I know. I'm just asking me names of things. Oh how dare God. you? You know better. Alrighty. Uh, the third one for me, I saved for last because OMG. Uh, once again, notice a pattern here. It involves animals, only this time it's not a dog. So, yay! <laughs> Don't worry, guys, you're okay. Um, anywho, um, this is from a manga by Ogawa Chise. Uh, she's usually known for doing like, like psychological uh, manga that has a lot of non-con, uh, some violence, and so forth. Um, like, oh gosh, what's that manga called? Uh, cast something, cased. Oh, cased. Yeah. Yeah. K C A S T E. Yeah. Something. I remember that one. Yeah, that's what she usually would specialize in. But in this one, this was like a rare, wholesome piece, um, where it's like a love story, and uh, you know, here it takes place kind of like in a sort of Middle Eastern setting, um. Where you have the main character, um, I think it's pronounced as Kamel, uh, K-A-M-E-L. Uh, he's part of like this desert caravan, and he's the only one among them who has white skin. I guess you know his mother must have left him with with these people, you know, when he was a child, and so it kind of like, you know, he's he's kind of at a disadvantage because he can't really quite adapt well to the desert, unlike the rest, uh, but. Oh, my best description of him would be he's like a he's like a male equivalent to a Disney princess. <laughs> yes, he's very kind, you know, he is innocent and he's a friend to to animals cuz, you know, and 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 like like with the camels and like these little desert mice or whatever you call them, he'll be surrounded with butterflies, which I will get to in a moment. Um, he saves a, um, a stranger who, uh, collapsed in the desert when, you know, he must have been caught, like, in a sandstorm or something, and nurses him back to health. The stranger, he wakes up, and he's disoriented, and he's like, where are my things? Did you take my things? You know, like, what did you do with them? You know, just accusing our... Uh, male Disney princess, you know, of thievery and so forth. He's just all tearing up like, oh, he's the most adorable little thing ever. Like, how? don't do not do that. You want to go mama bear on anyone who, 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 who does that. Well, the guy, you know, the stranger, he, um, he leaves and he's in a market and he finds his stuff at a vendor. And he's like, where did you get this stuff? And he says, I, we found it from some guy who was collapsed in the desert. And, and that's what clicked. It made this guy realize, oh man, what have I done? You know, I, so he went to, he went back to find the caravan people. And once he does find them, uh, to kind of like express gratitude for saving his life and everything. And because Kamel, he's, you know, he's kind of like prone to like illness because of the heat and everything. So he decides, 
you know, how about you come back with me where you can like recuperate and everything. And so what part made you cry? I'll get to that in a moment. Okay. When, so he, uh, well, in the caravan, he has this camel that he's really close to the most. You know, who kind of, you know, it, it's when I say friend to all living things, it's almost like he can understand the animals, like, the, especially this particular camel. They have, like, this sort of bond, you know. So, but, you know, his camel, he's not as young as he used to be. And so our, our male Disney prince, he has, no, our Disney princess, he has to leave his beloved friend behind. So... Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, he's enjoying, like, wow, you know, a warm, fluffy bed, you know, you know, plenty of food and so forth. And he's surrounded by, like, butterflies and all sorts of little critters until, you know, so, yeah. But then the two, you know, the the guy, he's, uh, his name is, um, I hope I'm not butchering it, uh, Alfar? Uh, let's see. Let me find that. Uh, yeah, right there. Uh, Al, Al... Yeah, Alfard, Alfar or something like that. Yeah, and so he's either like a prince or some kind of son of a merchant, a very wealthy kind of guy. And so these two, they, you know, they start to realize their mutual attraction. But our prince, our Disney princess, he's he's feeling a bit homesick, you know, Aww. you know, kind of like a Beauty and the Beast thing. Only there's no beast, and and so when he goes back. You know, everyone in the caravan, like, there's really hardly anybody there. And, you know, it seems that the days of the caravan is over because, you know, there are now other ways to, like, do trades and so forth. And so um, he finds his beloved camel. I think it's pronounced Sadiq. S-A-D-I-Q. Or sometimes it's pronounced as Sadiku. And, you know, he's still there and... And, you know, he overhears, like, the elders talking, you know, that, yeah, whatever animals they have, they'll sell them, like, at the market and everything. So, not wanting his his camel friend to be sold to any market, they they leave together and they get caught in a sandstorm. And, and you know, so they're trying to kind of, like, hide out. And then, as if by some miracle, mm-hmm. he's back at Alfard's place. And he's just like, and it's like, like, how did I get here? And he says, you know, that your camel brought you here. And he's like, where is he? He's like, where is he? And not having to say anything, he shows him where his camel is at. And it's like, no. Oh, God. Like, why? Why? (laughs) And so his, 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 his camel friend is is you know pretty much use whatever strength left to bring to his bring dearest human to reunite the two and I'm like <sighs> you could hear I'm I'm getting teary eyed like I I cried for like dogs and cats even Gizmo from Gremlins two oh, poor Gizmo <laughs> and but this I'm like for a camel <laughs> I never knew <laughs> and we're all just because. Like, you know, we see like a panel in which, you know, we see the camel's eye and there's a tear and I'm like, and somebody said that this is a fact that when a camel, when a camel cries, that means it's going to die. And it's like, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Neither me. And so I'm, and yeah, we're like, I, I came here to read a good story. I did not, I did not expect to be chucked into Niagara Fields again. (laughs) So yeah. and, And so it's like, every time I read that part. I, I get teary-eyed. The title is called um, 
let's see, Rakura Tsukai Tooji no Yoru, or Night of the Kam- uh, Camelier and the Prince. There is a, uh, there is also like a little extra to that, um, which kind of like, you know, tells from the prince's point of view, the uh, Alphard's point of view. Oh my god. And it, it's, you know, and of course, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, it's more heartwarming and, uh, and, and at least it's not as much of a tearjerker as the other one. And my only wish is that it would be, cause it's, it's the manga, it's part of like a collection, a collection of stories. Mm-hmm. So there's just this one and the extra. And I really wish that this would be like a whole manga by itself. So that way it could kind of expand the story just a little bit, like maybe tell us more about the characters. But other than that, I really enjoyed this because, you know, this was something that really hurt me. <laughs> This podcast, I feel, was inspired by that thing from uh, Fujokan of Yaoi titles that hurt me. Yeah, Yaoi titles that hurt me. Instead of, like, ones that are psychological or... Well, no, well, actually, some of the stuff you talked about is psychological, too. So, yeah, these are things that are, you know, that that mess us up psychologically and emotionally. (laughs) But... Um, I have some manga mentions, and I keep mentioning these mangas because they are brilliant. But I would say Let Die Made Me Cry, especially especially the ending when, spoiler alert, <laughs> Die kind of passes away. And then, oh, Gravitation Made Me Cry. I forgot about that. Because then you find out the, the, the reason Aerie is the way he is is because he was abused as a child. Mm. He was sexually abused as a child oh. by a trusted friend. Oh. So, and he had forgotten about it. Like, his mind had like shut down. Like, repressed it? Yeah, his mind had repressed it so bad. So then you had to- Toru Honda. He was, he, he was, he felt like it was his fault this happened because it was his friend. Oh. So he set up Eri's life to protect him kind of thing. Yeah. And then you have Eri, um who doesn't remember what has happened and he thinks Tohu's being controlling. And then, of course, you have, um, God, what's his name? Shinji? Shinji? Shiji? I can't remember his name, but the main character who drops into Aerie's life and and he's younger than Aerie. He's in his teens, actually. And he's starting a band, though. He's in a band, whatever, bad luck. And then he falls in love with Aerie. But it isn't until later you find out that the reason Aerie is the way he is... Like is because he had been sexually abused by a trusted friend and it really it really messed him up real bad and then and then you get this part where he remembers what happens to him oh. and it becomes a situation where it destroy his it destroys him mentally and then it, people like he was on suicide watch and everything it was just, it gravitation mm. seems fluffy and then it hits you with that like bam wow. and you're just like I came here for the fluff. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what 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 the hell? <laughs> but it ends up being happy ultimately in the end. So that's gravitation good. is great. You also but, mentioned uh, Torchwood. Oh, I, I'm not there yet. My, I'm doing my manga mentions. I keep mentioning like die, and I keep mentioning banana fish because those two are, they are so sad but so great at the same time okay so definitely give gravitation let die and banana fish a chance those were my manga mentions all right so my last actual mention is from a tv series (gasps) yay we don't we don't talk about that a whole lot we really need to talk about more tv series because there's a bunch of well besides besides, watching thai dramas besides the asian dramas yeah Uh, torchwood 
Let's talk about tor Torchwood. <laughs> Torchwood, if you have not seen it, it's really old, so you should have seen it. Hopefully most of you have seen it. But um, Torchwood, the whole base is, is a spinoff of Doctor Who, base, basically. And in this you have um, a time... Uh, Captain Jack or something? Captain Jack... Jack Har Har Harkness. Harkness. Yes. I was going to say Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Jack Harkness, right? And he owns basically what's called Torchwood is this place where they deal with um, alien trespassers. Trespassers. That's the word. I don't know if that's the word I want to use. Kind of, like a, men, kind of a, like a men in black. A thing. men in black kind of situation. And anytime it goes their alarm thing goes off they go and deal with the situation or whatever but anyway you have this character in there ianto jones that that's a cool name by the way i know i Ianto love his jones. name that i i know it's a very cool name i know a guy named jones like that's his last name and i'm like when you have a child name him ianto <laughs> and he's like Ugh. I'm like, wow, all I can do is ask. Okay, that's all I can do. Just telling you, that's a good name for a child. But anyway, so Captain Jack Hartness is in a relationship with Ianto, which they don't drop on you till season three. No, season two. Because the third season was remade by something else anyway so they don't drop this on you until i think season two that they're in a relationship mm. yes they're in a relationship and then they mess with you oh you remember that trope kill your gaze oh, no don't 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 do this don't do this don't do this to me yes yeah, spoiler alert if you have not watched torchwood they're all together and happy and you're just like oh yay, yay! Hooray for the game! I know, and Jack, Jack has had a hell of a time. I don't want to break the whole thing, but you should go watch it. He's and there's also um, comic books based on it, in yeah. which you get more of the Yanto and Jack relationship too. Mm -hmm. And there's also audio, um, like, a, like audio a dramas based on it, in which you get a lot of Yanko Jack um, banter about their relationship too. Ooh. So anyway, so go go get all these things to get the full scope of their relationship and how much in love they were because I feel like in the TV show you don't see how much in love they were but with, with other things you do. So that's you get the full scope of it and how you're just finally happy that Jack has this person to love. Aww. That's not Gwen. Oh, Gwen, she's a... Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting off track. And then aliens invade. Uh-oh. And... Uh, they tried to negotiate with Captain Jack and they kill Yanto. It was just like random out of nowhere. Kill oh. Yanto. I was like, and you're just sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> How the hell? First of all, <laughs> you killed my favorite freaking character in this whole thing. Second of all, you killed his love interest and then you're pissed as hell because it's like, is this the year of killing off all the characters? <laughs> I don't know, but they kill him, and it's surprising because you don't expect him to die. Oh, oh I hate just, that. I know. And then at the end of the episode, this is what breaks your heart. At the end of the episode or whatever, Captain Jack is sitting by himself in a bar. It's a, it's a, he's on a spaceship. He's sitting by himself at the bar in a spaceship, and he's just drinking because everyone's gone. Oh. It's done. Everyone's gone. He's lonely, there's nothing else, and you just feel 
awful. Because isn't he like yeah. immortal? Basically, he's immortal. Yeah. Oh, so you just you're just like no. these people that he was on a team with and Ianto, who he loved, gone, and there's just like nothing. Like he's he's just like what's you know what's what's the point basically, and oh. then and then you're just you feel so horrible for him, and then. It, it gets worse. It makes you even oh, feel worse um, because then he picks up this basically twink guy at, on the ship and you realize he'll never form another m- meaningful relationship um, whatsoever after Yanto. Because it's just like, he's immortal, so what's the point? There's a trope for that and it's from, and, and it's a, and it's a, and the title is, for, is, 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 is word for word the song by Queen Who Wants to Live Forever exactly oh my god exactly so yeah that was my pick for my TV show there uh, Torchwood give Torchwood a chance it's a great freaking show like and, I remember remember when I was obsessed with that show oh Damn. yeah I remember watching like one clip with you uh, where he's like in some kind of bar or something. This is like a different one. And the guy from he played Spike from in Buffy. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, his I, name. I know who you're talking about. I just can't remember. His yeah, name. and you know he comes right in. This almost looks like oh shit's gonna go down. You know, and and so there. So you're you're expecting a big fight, and instead you get big damn kiss. And you and I we just went. Ah! Like fangirl shrieking, <laughs> like oh the fangirl that yeah we're like the we're like the the sirens or something, <laughs> but oh my god it's yeah, like like why why do we do this to ourselves for the glory of Satan for the glory of Satan of course. <laughs> uh, we 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 can't help it yeah we just we're just getting in touch with our emotional side you know you know don't sue us. <laughs> Why would it sue us? That's weird. I don't know. Uh, it's like, you know. Also, they... again, we are not Satanists. We have nothing against Satanists, but we are not Satanists, unfortunately. But I do like saying that because the, the meme that came from was just <laughs> hilarious. So hilarious. So appropriate. Yeah, for those who don't know what, what I'm talking about, just just Google uh, Kumamon, K U M O, no, K U M A. M O N, and you'll see what I mean. But anywho, <laughs> and, but but yeah, you know. Uh, besides from that, yeah. Or watch are... Jennifer's body. Satan is our only hope. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we always talk about. You know we... what? No, I think about it. We say too much Satan stuff because we always say. I always say, not today, Satan. <laughs> Satan is our only hope, and um, for, for the, the glory, glory of, of Satan, Satan, of course. <laughs> Just all the time it's you know just for rule of funny rule of funny rule of funny You're rule so of funny uh, do you have any more um uh, things that make you cry nope those are my top three for the day all right shout out to you guys and post on our social media stuff that make you cry so we can check it out too Especially in in the world of Yaoi, not just any random shit, because I could talk about a bunch of shit that make me cry. And it could be, but yeah, it can be manga, literature, fan shows, fiction, fan anything, fiction, yeah, movies, oh, movies, oh, angels in um, God, what's the name of that movie? 
um, Angels in Paradise or Angels, Angels in, in New York or Angels in America. Angels in America. Oh, that yeah. makes me cry oh, so much. Oh, yeah, that's um, that's I think like a play. Yeah, so Angels we, in America yeah, makes me cry. We, that's something we definitely got to talk about one day. Oh uh, yes, definitely. I think well, Leslie, I think my sister, one of my sisters, she has like Leslie. A, ha- oh, blah blah blah. She has it. Yeah. Yeah, one of your sisters have it. Yeah. Well, I don't um, know which one, but so that's our episode. So we'll. See you later on the flip side. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone.